This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hi, folks. Uh, welcome to another edition of the Pigskin Past. Uh, my name is Joe Zagorski. I'm your host. And tonight we're going to be talking about the 1974 New England Patriots. Now, the NFL is replete with numerous teams over the years who have had good starts to a season and bad endings to the same season. But perhaps none of those best of times, worst of times seasons can compare to what the New England Patriots had to deal with in 1974. The Patriots of 74 were saddled with one of the toughest schedules of any of the 26 teams in the NFL at that time. There were 26 teams. Now, the teams on their 74 slate averaged over eight wins each during the previous year. And moreover, the Patriots had to play five playoff teams from 1973 during their 1974 season. And that didn't count for the Miami Dolphins, who had to play the Patriots twice in 74, because they were in the same division. Now, there were a lot of cards stacked against second-year head coach Chuck Fairbanks as his team entered the 1974 regular season. But that didn't matter, especially during the first half of that season. It was almost as if that deck of cards were split right in half with the beginning of their season producing incredibly successful and unexpected results. The Patriots pulled a shocking surprise in their opening game versus the defending world champion Miami Dolphins. New England's 34-24 upset over their division rivals at Schaefer Stadium was looked upon by most NFL experts, however, as just a little bit more than a fluke more than anything else. New England proved that such was not the case during the next four weeks. They built up a 5-0 start to the 74 season. Successive victories over the New York Giants at the Yale Bowl uh, was by a modest score of 28-20, and that did little to prepare anyone for what was to occur the following week when the Patriots took on the powerhouse Los Angeles Rams. Now, back in that year, when you held the defending NFC West champions to just two touchdowns, you were making a statement. And that is exactly what New England did in their 20-14 win over the Rams. And those fans who felt that this, this Patriots team was a fluke were gradually starting to see the error of their thoughts. In the next two weeks, Coach Fairbanks' team routed the Baltimore Colts 42-3 and the New York Jets 24-0. Now, New England was on top of the AFC East with this surge of victories, something that nobody could have predicted at the onset of the 74 season. But despite this fact, a troublesome truth befell the Patriots, a problem that seemed to inhabit all rosters across the league. And that distinct problem was injuries. And not just any injuries, mind you, but injuries to several key players. Starting wide receivers Daryl Stingley and Randy Bataha would both be sidelined for their Week 6 game, a grudge match against a division rival, the 4-1 Buffalo Bills. Now, New England's offense showed their faults for the first time of the year in their 30-28 loss to the eventual AFC wildcard winning Bills. The AFC East was now tied between those two teams, the Patriots and Bills, at 5-1. Now, championship teams all throughout league history can often be distinguished from the other also-ran teams by their ability to bounce back from a tough defeat. 
This the Patriots did in a noticeably big way in their Week 7 game up in Minnesota. The Vikings were the defending NFC champions, and their defense was legendary during the early to mid-1970s. The Patriots, however, displayed a come-from-behind character in this game. New England quarterback Jim Plunkett hit tight end Bob Windsor on the last play of the game for a touchdown. Windsor's 1974 season was ended by his score, however, as he fractured his leg trying to stretch across the goal line. Patriots prevailed 17-14 and improved their record to 6-1 at the schedule's halfway point. Then the bottom fell out for New England. Buffalo came into Foxborough, Massachusetts, and the Pats were smarting for some payback from their loss to the Bills just two weeks previously. That did not happen, however. Buffalo once again made enough key plays, especially at the end of the game, to post a 29-28 victory. It would be the Bills, not the Patriots, who would advance into the AFC playoffs as the conference's wildcard team. New England's downward spiral continued during the second half of the season, and that included bitter losses to the Cleveland Browns, New York Jets, the Oakland Raiders, Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Miami Dolphins. While losing to the Raiders, Steelers, and Dolphins was certainly excusable, Falling to the mediocre at best Browns and Jets was not. The result was what most experts predicted from them at the beginning of the year when the word fluke was heard from many stations. From an incredible start to the 1974 season to a miserable ending, the Patriots took a ride on a seesaw. They finished this best of times, worst of times year with a 7-7 record. Thanks again for listening in to Pigskin Past. I'm your host, Joe Zagorski, and I look forward to talking to you again next time. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com.